Hi, this is Larry Cavi, the voice of Lionel from Thundercat. Hi, this is Allison Court, better known as Claire Redfield. Hey, this is Chris Jericho. Hi, this is Dan Bush. I'm Eric Stewart, the voice of Brock and James from Pokemon. This is Laura Summer from Real Bell Frustrated. Well, hey, kids, it's me, Townsend Coleman, the voice of Michelangelo from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're listening to Operation Retroshock. 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 Thunder. 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 Thundercat. Cowabunga! Oh! Dudes. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 87 of Operation Retroshock. I am one of your hosts, Alan Price, and alongside me today is the fantastic, the wonderful, the... Well, I'm not going to be that kind, actually. Is Mr. Chris Hill. That was actually going very well there for a minute, so it was, and then you just kind of decided not to give me the grand intro. You were getting quite excited. No, that I, I think... Was, I was picking you up a bit. Yeah, you were, but I think it was actually probably appropriate enough, so, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for it. (laughs) But yes, we're back, everybody. There's a new episode here for you. Um, It has been just over a month. It's effectively the same thing as happened uh, last year when uh, uh, the WrestleMania trip happened. We kind of come back and you kind of lull into normal life and things happen and it kind of takes a while to get back into the swing of things. But hopefully we'll be back onto the right track for the weeks going forward. We might have a show for you every week, but we're going to try and have something for you every other week nonetheless. And uh, you never know, that may increase over the summer because we're going to try and uh, continue our movie reviews and such like that as well because we will be going to see the new Godzilla movie next week, which we're quite excited about. Yeah, I don't know what it is about that movie. There's just something... um I think because the last Godzilla, looking back on it, wasn't that great. Yeah. So now this one from the trailer, I just think looks like it's you know it's going to live up to the hype. Fingers, um, fingers crossed. Yeah. So that's next Thursday it's out for us, isn't it? Next Which Thursday. Is... So hopefully, um, we'll have a review for you either at the weekend or not too long after that. Anyway, so we'll try. No and... promises, but we can try. No promises, but we will try. So that's the thing because Mikey and I were kind of recruited. The thought was that episodes were going to be kind of flowing more frequently, but it hasn't really happened. But it's, it's, a case, it's a case of since we've come back from WrestleMania, it's things have just been up the left. It's hard to kind of prioritise, but you know, hope this is the start of it changing again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But uh, that's for a, another day. But what we're here for you to uh, talk about today is, um, well, we're kind of a wee bit up again behind the swing of things with everything. Better well, late than to, never. Uh, yes, better late than never. Uh, but we are going to talk about Star Wars, everybody, uh, you know, the news that's come out about the cast, but also the fact of um, something that hasn't overly been talked about too much yet by uh, shows, because a lot of shows have done their recordings and talked about the cast um, and haven't, you know, talked about this little extra nugget that's came out, um, and that is the potential title as well for Episode 7. So that's what we're going to do today. We will, again, at some point have for you a kind of quick round-up of our WrestleMania trip, as promised. If I can remember any of the details now. Well, you weren't that drunk. No. No, I wasn't. You did get a big, big beer, though. It seems more than a month ago, though, I have to say. 
it's just about a month ago. Scary to think where I think, we were. I think it was Paul Heyman posted a tweet like a day or two ago saying a month ago today. The streak my, my was broken. <laughs> <Lesnar, laughs> <and laughs> broke that when he took the selfie? Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> so that's it is. It's just about a month. It doesn't feel the like death of the streak like. has now been one month. That's scary. Uh, that's scary, but <laughs> that's not for this show. No. Um, do excuse me, everybody. By the way, if you do hear me coughing left, right, and centre, I one of the reasons that we weren't recording as well is I kind of got a cold effectively as soon as we came back from uh, New Orleans. Got basically getting off the plane, I got the cold. Uh, which then led to me get, getting some sort of throat infection and I'm still slightly getting over that so if you hear a cough here and then that's what it's about It's I'm not going to kill over and die but luckily you're a soldier so you'll just soldier on through I'll soldier on <laughs> <laughs> march on but uh, yeah we'll get stuck straight into things here sure everybody and uh, you know we'll discuss uh, what we know so far in terms of the announcements that have come out in regards to the uh, episode seven through nine trilogy now. It's a weird thing, and that they're going to get it, we're going to get up to like an episode nine now. At one point, the kind of idea of it was inconceivable, but I think whenever they just come out and announce that they're actually not just going to do episode seven, but as you say, seven, eight, nine, and then probably who knows, you know, ten, eleven, or as you would say, seven, nine, eight, seven, nine, eight. <laughs> yes, uh, it wouldn't be beyond me, but um, yeah, I mean, the whole news. I mean, this is my favorite film franchise of all time, so. The fact that we're getting, you know, another trilogy um, is just, it's exciting. Exactly. I think uh, it's quite funny actually thinking back to, uh, if only we'd had this microphone on last uh, Sunday. For, Wouldn't have been too complimentary though, for, I don't uh, think. May the 4th. Yeah. Um, I watched episode one earlier in the day and actually, you know, when you think of it, episode one's actually not as bad as it is. Yes, I'll say that everybody. Um... But uh, me and Mikey arrived over to Chris's house <laughs> to watch the Extreme Rules Wrestling pay-per-view. And it just so happened that on TV was uh, episode two. <laughs> I decided to celebrate the fourth by watching Attack of the Clones. And let me tell you, that is a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would go so far as to say it is worse than episode yeah. one. Well, episode one to me always has a special place in my heart because that's the first kind of of the prequels. Well, obviously for everyone. <laughs> yes. But for me, because the, the original trilogy had just been brought out in the late 90s um, in the cinema again. So I went and seen those. And then, of course, in 1999... That's when the Phantom Menace hit the screen. So. The thing was, you and me were the target age for them when yeah. Phantom Menace okay. came out. So the whole even then, though, I didn't like Jar Jar Binks. Did no. you not really? I was a Darth Maul guy from the start. Oh, wow. well, we know you're a Darth Maul. I know guy. I, I like the villains, but no, um, you like the guy who had two lines of dialogue. Pretty much, but um, yeah. So that's why you know Episode One will always kind of be held probably above Episode mm-hmm. Two for me always. Definitely. But uh, in regards back to you know what we should be talking about, and that is the episode seven to nine trilogy. Now we got a good part of a uh, you know casting list released uh, from JJ uh, Abrams and crew. Um, now this isn't obviously going to be the full cast because there is rumours of there's another main important cast member to be uh, brought on board. But we'll talk about that when we're done uh, with the list of people that we do know. First off, of course, we have to talk about <laughs> the, uh, well, there's more than the original three, but we'll call them the original three, yeah. and that is Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and Carrie Fisher, back as Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and Princess Leia. And 
I think this is the news that everybody was kind of wanting confirmed, even though kind of, I think, wasn't it George kind of let it slip like a year or so ago? I think he let it know, be known that they were going after, you know, these guys. But for me, whenever it was officially announced, I think the Harrison Ford announcement was what really got me very excited because... If there was one that was going to... If there was one that was going to cause any problems or maybe not kind of reprise his role, I think it would have been Harrison Ford because obviously, you know, we know from you know, previous interviews with Harrison that he's not necessarily a massive Star Wars He's not fan. the most forthcoming no. to talk to fans about no. it and all that. And stuff. the reason as well, I think, is because he actually has found genuine success in other movies outside Star Wars, so it's not yes. like his fame just mm-hmm. depends on the Han Solo mm-hmm. character. Whereas, obviously, you know, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher, you know, you can't really name too many other movies that they've been in outside Star Wars. Aye, because Mark Hamill's more associated with the Joker. Games, yeah. And, like, Carrie Fisher, I couldn't actually name another movie that she's been in. She effectively kind of went off the track. She, she had a problem with drugs, I know, yes. but um, I still couldn't name any of her other work outside Star Wars. But so. the thing is, you still couldn't have the next set of Star Wars without her anyway. No, no so. you couldn't. But no. um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing how, you know, if the chemistry clicks again between all three of them because I hope it's just a case that they walk on set and it's just like they never walked off yeah I guess like being straight back to you know 30 years ago whenever mm-hmm. they first came together I think it will be because I think I think <laughs> I think it's a very important actually you know for them to get that chemistry yeah. right from the get go because it'll be uh, very interesting to see the chemistry and the way the characters interact in regards to Han Solo and Leia because obviously we know the way they you know got on with each other in the original trilogies there was a a wit between them there was a love-hate sort of they loved each other they always did but it was kind of like a flirtatious kind of relationship the whole way through Uh but um, and it was the sort of typical you know I love you oh I know sort of you know as in I'm going to act the big tough guy Um, but (laughs) I think that could be taken to a new level in these in terms of the fact that because they're older yeah Han Solo could be even like grumpier because Harrison Ford effectively in real life is grumpy man like he is grumpy old man he is but um, what I want to know though is will they officially be together in this movie mm-hmm. will yeah. they have tied the knot or will they have tied the knot because obviously it didn't you know in Jedi we didn't actually know would Han Solo be the type to uh, oh I'm just happy enough being with you sort of job could well be you know maybe they didn't tie the knot and you know just decided to have a, a fling here and there but you know I'm sure we'll find out more as kind of the plot mm-hmm. is revealed in the coming months. But I have, I have a funny feeling this is just, you know, we're going to have speculation here and all that sort of stuff, but um, I think when it comes to episode seven, we aren't going to see these three together at the start of it. So you I think th- they're going to be in different places and it's going to be about I coming think, together? I think, I think Han and Leia will probably be together yeah. in some form, um, but I don't think Luke will be near them or anything So like do you that. think they won't have been in touch for years and years? I think there might be the possibility in the terms of, because what I, you know, one of the small things I was saying before we started was that there's the possibility, I think possibly, that, um, you know, we could see the Jedi Order isn't fully re-established or anything like that. There's, you know, there's a small Jedi presence now, as in, in Jedi, you know... Although in saying that, this is going to be set 35 years mm-hmm. after Jedi. But see, I think possibly the chances are, because... They're saying that episode seven is going to be when you know the rise of the dark side of the force is kind of coming back. Oh, I got so responsive. This, in this. <laughs> <laughs> but so in that thirty years, yeah. it's, it, what they're painting 
a picture rise to me is that there hasn't really been a need for major conflict yeah. or anything like that. So there hasn't really been a need to fully rebuild the Jedi Order. The Jedi Order. Yeah. So I would think potentially there's maybe been, you know, looks possibly, you know, taught a few people in the Jedi ways and such like that, as in possibly Leia, because it was revealed to him she that she is force sensitive. Yeah, yeah, she has the abilities. So I could say... It would be cool to see Leia, like, levitating things and, you know... So I could say it could almost become, like, a family thing. Could you even see Leia wielding a lightsaber? I think. Well, you never know. I don't know whether you could see Leia wielding a lightsaber, considering they are going to be in their 60s and 70s. You never know, though. Luke will definitely... Yoda, sure, Yoda was 800, and he could fight with the best of them. Aye, but Yoda's a little greeny. He has special powers, but... I would love to see Leia just bring out her lightsaber. It'd be something something different, but I definitely think you'll probably see Leia use the Force in some way. I think that'll be a given. I think she'll have been trained up in the ways of the Force. Um, And do you think Han will still be relying on the old blaster pistol? Oh, I think there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Do you think think he will still view it though as a hokey religion and kind of? I don't think he'll see. Or will he have mellowed slightly over the last thirty years? I think he'll have mellowed slightly in terms of. Believing in the force yeah. and stuff like that. Because he's seen it firsthand. But by this I think point. he'd still turn around and say, oh, "I still am just going to rely on a good old blaster sort of thing." And I could still see him making like sarky comments. I hope so because that's if, you know if Leia is like using the force, yeah. you know, you're like, "Oh, you don't need to do that." Yeah. You know? that's but, what made him that kind of though, you know, lovable rogue in the first place. Scruffy looking nerf herder, pretty much. <laughs> but uh, enough about Han and Leia. Let's talk about Luke a wee bit more. As I was saying about thinking about them being possibly split up and separated, there has been um, the set photos which I showed you before we. Everyone's sitting in the room. Yeah. Of, well, not the sitting room. Oh, you're room, talking about in, the, uh, the stuff that's happening in Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. In Dubai, where there's the potential uh, Atad foot or something along those lines are there. But pretty much confirming that we're going to have. Tatooine or some sort of sand planet but the, you know the main sand planet in Star Wars is Tatooine, is Tatooine yeah. so you would think it's going to be that I wonder um, why they've decided maybe not to go back to Tunisia this time I don't know I haven't I haven't. we don't know whether this is set in stone anyway but I haven't looked at uh, what's set going on in Tunisia at the moment or anything maybe I always do remember them saying though you know was a bit of a dodgy if there were storms or whatever you know that would really set them back in terms of their film like I think in episode 1 a huge section of like the set was destroyed yeah, because of a storm so maybe Dubai is just a bit more it's there's still like you still get sound oh, yeah. in Dubai but I don't think it's anywhere near as aggressive yeah, as the stuff that's that we right. had in Tunisia in the past or maybe it's just a case of uh, Dubai offered them you know a better deal pretty much as yeah. most things it are it could just be something as simple as that but um, like I was saying I think this is possibly where we're going to end up seeing Luke yeah firstly is Tatooine and do you think it'll be on the, the homestead well, I, don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if it'll be the, on a homestead I think he I could, still I would think, like to see that I, I think, think in some I think way. he could have maybe adopted the sort of an Obi-Wan life you know sort of tucked away like a hermit type character sort of you know a hermit sort of character um, you know just keeping an eye one to live a sort of quiet life after them probably no doubt we'll get it explained to us the madness that probably occurred after the end of Jedi in terms of not madness as in oh my goodness what's yeah. going on but in terms of him being sort of a celebrity as yeah. in being part of the resistance that finally overturned the Empire yeah um, and probably he'll have got fed up with that at some point and just decided I'm away to I think as you say it'll either be 
they're split up at the start of the movie or they will have remained together happy uh, happy families yeah because that's kind of the way I imagine it in a way um but as you say if they're going to have Tatooine they need a reason to go to Tatooine yep. so that could be the perfect reason to kind of visit that plant for all we know though Tatooine could be where we meet our new members of the cast so could well be we don't know but of course also we have returning we have Anthony Daniels as C-3PO, <laughs> Peter May, who as Chewbacca, and Kenny Baker as R2-D2. Hopefully Kenny doesn't have the naughty pictures on the top of his dome again. Let's hope not. Because he's a very naughty boy. But it's not a guarantee. No, it's not a guarantee. But again, it's nice to see these three back, because there was initially doubts that um, if they were going to do this, that Peter May, who could possibly come back, because he'd had, uh, I think it was hip issues or leg yeah. issues something like that just because because he's a legitimate seven footer isn't he yeah he's yeah. effectively one of these guys that has gigantism so he's probably struggling with his joints but he had been struggling with his joints but the good thing is he had an operation a couple of months ago I think it was right. not too long ago that has meant his recovery time will be in time for filming that's good so he's been able to I uh, think join you know, them for me these type of roles are the type of roles that you probably could have got away with another actor well, see, you say that, but see, more so R2D2, I think. I think, yeah. But see, I know there's, there's certain mannerisms that he's able to pull off. See, Chewbacca, apparently, from what I've heard, right, May, who, when, you know, doing the role, researched how big animals move, yeah. and learnt this down pat and put that into his characterization yeah. of Chewbacca. And I think at one point during Jedi or something, he was having trouble with moving about yeah. and needed some recovery time. So someone else... And they put another guy in the suit and apparently it was a disaster yeah. and they had to wait for Oh no, you know, I'm not saying there's not an art to what these guys are doing, but I just think, you know, you probably could have got away with putting another big guy in the suit. It's certainly a nice nostalgic thing that oh, these yes. guys are reprising their roles, no doubt. I think that's more what it's about than yeah. Yeah, That's what I think it is, but I just don't think it necessarily means it's going to be great as such just mm. based on the fact that some of the members of the original cast are back but it's certainly you know it's a good foundation there's no doubt about that but I think when we come to the likes of C-3PO and R2-D2 I think the thing that I have to stress that what I want not to happen is for them to go CGI crazy no because like that's something we were saying the other day in the there's that scene whenever in the Geonosian factory uh-huh. and it's just all CGI and it just looks horrible it, it, it really it does it's just like, too much digital like at the end of the day I don't have that big of an issue with the likes of you know, R2-D2 having like a wee jetpack thing no. and all sort of stuff because by the time of the original trilogy that could have seized up that could have stopped working you don't really know yeah so that's, that's no biggie at all, but it's the amount of CGI in terms of, especially more than anything, C-3PO, because there was just times during that movie you were just like, that yeah. didn't need no. to be CGI. And like, it's just, I think as well, because in the original trilogy, you never really seen these guys leave their feet. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's like, why do they need to start doing all this? They don't. Yeah. And it's just like, no, that's not the character. But I think what it was, was the technology was just better, and Lucas probably just thought, you know, we're just going to... Just go with the CGI. Go the full way and have but a bit of fun with the characters and do stuff that we probably could never have even dreamed of doing yeah. before. But the problem was is that it makes the continuation between the two pre- or yeah. the two trilogies well, just the thing, not really The thing that gives me hope in regards to um, RTD2 and C3PO and all that sort of stuff is the fact that in um, you know when JJ was doing the latest Star Trek movies, when it came to the beings that were more alien 
the people were done on the prosthetics. Yeah. So I know it's more expensive and more costly and more time consuming, but I think there is it comes across better. It comes across better. Anytime you can go real, I think you should. You should. You know, uh, if it's only going to save you, you know, a few hundred dollars yeah. or a few thousand dollars in terms of a movie like Star Wars, that's going to make a billion dollars easy. And what's their budget? I think it's two billion. Is the budget? It's, it's not two billion. Sorry, two hundred million. Two hundred million. Yeah, <laughs> but that's see two hundred million though. That's less than what the Marvel movies have been getting. Yeah, you know, for Avengers and all that sort of stuff. So it's not being given, you know, a budget on that level yet. It's still a really, really good budget. Do not get me wrong. It's two hundred million. I still think it has the potential to but be the highest gonna, grossing it, film, though. Totally, it's going to be. I think I will smash all records. Come part of me really hopes it goes out and smashes Avatar. I think it will. I think I'll go straight to the very top. Because you know, just because of the the build that it's been getting already. I mean, you didn't hear this for Avatar. Because you know what the scary thing no. is. See, by the time this comes out, it's going to be the same length of time that was between Jedi and Episode One. So even that kind of thing is nice to me. That's I find, it's like a I nice find little, that freaky. It is freaky. The time parts. between the time between Jedi and the time between. Sorry, episode Jedi one. episode one yeah. production and all is like the same, same time, time as what it is now. It's scary to think, and you're just like, because it, it doesn't feel it since episode yeah. one because we've been growing up and we're yeah. like, you know, that doesn't feel that long ago to us. No. But it was, you know, that movie was filmed in ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah. It's a long you know? time it's now. Like, jeez, where does the time go? But um, moving on to the newer members of the cast, <laughs> <laughs> there's a few that. Are very very new, very very new, and there are a couple that um, you will know some of their work, um, and then there's one that you will know very much by his recent work. Now it's not a movie I have seen or anything like that, but uh, that is uh, Oscar Isaac, which he was that inside of Alan Davis, which got quite good uh, reviews and such. So he's on board in regards to this. Um, it's looking like he's possibly going to be some sort of military character. Okay. So he could be involved in you know the new you know the new republic's armed forces or something like that. That's what it's looking like for him. Uh, you've got Adam Driver, who his place in this cast was leaked a good while ago, I think, by one of his colleagues. Okay. Um, on Twitter, <laughs> accidentally let out the bag. A few months ago. I'm just trying to look up some of these guys' filmography, actually, at the moment, just to see... There's a few who have very limited filmographies. Which I think is what they've been trying to go with, because it was the same for... for, Sorry, this guy, then, is the guy that was um, inside the Welland Davis? Oscar Isaac? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Um, And he's the one that they're thinking is possibly going to do some sort of military character, sort of head of the military or whatever. Um... You've then got you've got John Boyega as well. Actually, Adam Driver was also an Inside the Will and mm-hmm. Davis. They were so that's, they were, together. Maybe they've picked him as well based on their kind of chemistry from that movie. Well, this is well. what a lot of people are saying: is Oscar Isaac got really well. You know, he got lauded for his performance in Inside the Will and Davis. So there, that's the chances that he's been cast as a result of that. Yeah, are more than likely. But uh, Adam Driver, they're saying potentially is going to be. One of our bad guys. He kind of. I'm just looking at his picture here. Sorry, on Wikipedia, and he has that kind of look. Driver. If there is, yeah. If there is a look of a bad guy, he kind of has it. 
you want to mull. Do you know what I mean? That kind of sleaziness, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. The thing is, he could be anything. He could be an alien Sith or something like that. He looks to know. me like he would be the sidekick of like a general. Right. You know, like sort of oh, someone so you, just you think he could be in sort of an empire. Sort yeah, of? I see him kind of in the. You, gray don't, see, you don't see him as a Sith then, no. No, definitely not. You see him as a bad guy. I see him as a bad guy in a military kind of role. So um, do maybe think- doing the dirty work of Oscar, right. if you know what I mean. Interesting, interesting. This is all just going purely on the pictures I've just seen. <laughs> <these two guys. laughs> it's not based on any, you know kind of detailed research that I've done but just looking at them I can kind of see that mm-hmm. that's the fun of all this though is that because we are in pre-production you don't really know anything you've no idea it's just a case of speculating it'll be it'll be uh, it'll get even more interesting when we eventually get to see the promo pictures when they come out because I don't think it'll be overly long until you see a promo picture no. of at least uh, Han Leia and Luke in the right fits yeah. I think that'll be your first and one and you just know the internet will explode when that becomes when that happens if you just if you were to literally just put a picture of Mark Hamill up in a Jedi robe, people would with just kind of you know the hood just yes, over his face exactly. and people that beard, the scruffy kind of beard, but just enough to know yeah. that it's him. Yeah, people would freak out. Um, but next, the next three we've got you've got John Boyega, you've got uh, Donald Gleeson, and you've got Daisy Ridley. These are our real three unknowns. Well, well not three real unknowns. John Boyega, his filmography is very short. Um, the, out of those three probably the most known would be uh, Donald Tyson because he was I think it was Bill Weasley in the Harry Potter movies Okay. so he's known quite well for that and uh, he's been gathering pace but again he's not done a crazy crazy amount so, 2004 was his first film Six yeah. Shooter so and then after that it was effectively Harry Potter and other things Pretty as well much. he was in True Grit in 2010 there you go didn't know that but uh I think he was in Dread as well, actually. He might have been in Dread. Um, was it him? I'm not sure. Double he, check for me. There was he was in Dread. That yeah, right. he correct. was. Um, he was very good in Dread, actually. But um, these are what's seen as our three that are going to be our future main characters. Okay. So they're saying perhaps they're going to be featuring across the actual the three movies? That Obviously, we've got Luke, Han and Leia back for seven but these three could be our ones that they will be carrying the main trilogy. characters yeah. you know come the next two episodes after this um, out of the three it's Daisy Ridley is the real conundrum because she's literally had I think it's like five TV credits and one like indie movie or something wow recently like she is I mean she look like I'm just looking at her Wikipedia and that's it yeah, there's no filmography. There's their career is it exists of like four sentences. That's it. So like so. I, I looked on IMDb and she had effectively five TV credits and, that's an, indie, it. and an indie movie. But that's the thing; they're taking a chance, and this could make her. It probably but this will. Is the thing, and this is the thing. We th- sit here and we're thinking, right? This movie's coming out next year, 2015, at Christmas time. By the time of what episode nine, it'll probably be 2019 to 2020. Yeah. By the time it's out, you would suspect... She'll have done much more. She, she could be made. Yeah. In five years, she could be That's made. That's the thing, though. You have to remember, and I think I heard George Lucas actually say this before, was that even when he was doing the originals, he wanted to pick a group of unknown actors mm-hmm. so that, you know, audiences would Can go and say, right, well... That's Luke Skywalker. That's not, you know, this famous actor that I know. It's like kind of like we were saying, you know, about 
um, Samuel L. Jackson mm-hmm. in Attack of the Clones. I mean, whenever I watch him in the prequels, I think there's Samuel L. Jackson. Not you there's Mace Windu. You don't think there's Mace Windu. Whereas whenever I see Mark Hamill, I say there's Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they're going for again here. Bring in unknowns so yeah. that you're not kind of comparing them to other characters yeah. and other roles. And I think that's a great thing. I mean, it's quite weird, speaking of Mace Windu, that I fancy when I watch uh, Clone Wars, mm-hmm. I can actually... Look at that character more as Mace Windu. Yeah, because and not it's not say it as Samuel. L. It's not exactly Samuel. L. He did, did he voice that character? No, no. no. I didn't think they would get Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> in to do, to do a cartoon. No, not Samuel. Um, but yeah, Daisy Ridley is the one that's the real conundrum, and this is just as to what she could be. Because when we looked at the picture that was released when the cast list was announced, she was plonked right in between the middle of Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher which is leading everybody to go that's her, is, that's she the the, is she the, <laughs> you know, is she the offspring yeah. of Han and Leia which is it looks logical and it would work based on seeing her pictures on her profile page on IMDb 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 even mm-hmm. um, you could see it would work because she has the dark hair colour that would match uh, Leia and she has the sort of she actually almost has the facial features that I could see her being, you know, Han Solo's kid. Yeah. But again, it's like you say from looking at their pictures on Wikipedia and stuff, we're looking into it and we're analysing what we want to see. Far too much. You know, we analyse what we want to see in regards yeah. to this. So we could be completely Like wrong. I said, Adam Driver looks like a top villain, but mm-hmm. he could turn around and be, you know, one of the biggest heroes in this movie. Yeah. You know? But um, I think it's very interesting if they've gone this route and only gave... Han and Leia, one child. Because in the expanded universe, it was twins, wasn't it? They had twins, but they also had another child as well. So they had three kids total. The thing is, though, we don't know for sure that it's just one child. We don't. We're just we're we just assuming because she was said. We could assume she's them. going to be the main one. Yeah. For all we know, could be other kids, and they could be know, You know, Adam Driver could be her brother. Yeah. So. <laughs> Goodness knows. I don't know. He doesn't look like the son of Han Solo, but we're no. saying that again. Um, it really just depends what route they want to go down, mm-hmm. you know, at this exactly. point. But um, John Boyega is more of the mystery to me because he is, um, he's not stereotypically, you know, going to be, I think he could be the sort of a rogue outsider that kind of joins them. As in, you know, Donald Gleason and Daisy Ridley are the ones that are more established, maybe established together relationship. And then he kind of pops in later. I could see that being a possibility. Or you never know, he could be a young Jedi that's been trained up. We don't... It's again, we don't know. You just don't know. But, um... He made his film debut in 2011. So, so he's another relatively new. He's an unknown. But, uh, we'll move on. And we're nearly towards the end of the list. We only have two more people to speak about specifically. We'll leave someone to last. <laughs> I got know what you're talking about. But we'll talk about Max von Sydow <laughs> first, and uh, he's very much well filling the sort of what we've had in the former two trilogies. In that we had Alec Guinness playing Obi Wan in terms of actor from the previous era. Yep. And then you had Count Dooku with Christopher Lee, again another actor from a previous era. Yep. And you've got Max von Sydow. Who again is that sort of older character from a previous acting era? And the question: me, he's, he's a, 
<laughs> you know, it's just like villain, yeah, or not. Logically, you would point to villain because considering at the end of episode three we had Order sixty six, yeah, and yes, we don't know that all the Jedi were wiped out, yeah, but considering no other Jedi effectively bar Obi Wan and Yoda, you know, were floating about in the original trilogy. You would think if there had been other Jedi, they would have made an appearance and tried to get in contact with Yoda and blah, 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 blah. So you would more think that this guy is going to be some sort of villain. And I could see the way you're saying with Adam Driver, Adam Driver being his sort of flunky. He just looks sleazy, that guy. Mm-hmm. So I totally see if Max von Sydow was you know, a Sith Lord, like you could completely understand it. Because he just has that sort of creepy look, like yeah. kind of You could just see him all, you know, sithed up, basically. Yeah. In a black hood. <laughs> in the yeah. robe and all that sort of stuff. That uh, he he was in hiding. You know, he could have been, like, you know, the backup to Vader. You just, you know, because I know, I know it's, effect, I know it's effectively classed as expanded universe now, the video games, I think. Um, you know, the Force Unleashed video games, but the alternative endings that you could get. You know, were that you were made to be Vader's replacement. Did you ever play the Force Unleashed games? I did. Played the, the first one, one. The one ending was where you had the option, obviously, to spare Vader or not. Okay. You know, so light fo- side of the Force, dark side of the Force. And if you killed Vader, things could go in a certain way that you became... His replacement. ...damaged. Okay. And you were thus like put in a suit. Yeah. Okay. And you became the emperor's new apprentice, effectively. So it was built up through that story that it seemed like the emperor was always one step ahead of Vader because it was originally you know, Vader. It was Vader going behind the emperor's back at first with, with the secret apprentice. apprentice. Yes. Whereas so you're saying the emperor was could have, ahead again. You know. Who knows who he had in the pipeline? Exactly. Yeah, could this could have been a guy who had secretly in the background for all we know. Which leads us to, you know, we still have a cast member to start, but it fits in perfectly with what we're going to talk about. And that is the potential name, the working title that has been rumoured for episode 7, and that is The Ancient Fear. So it obviously kind of creates this notion of, you know, something that's been maybe dormant for a while, Mm. but maybe some kind of, I don't know, old prophecy or something where it's like, if this thing comes to rise, the galaxy will be doomed forever type thing. And doomed, like, I will be doomed. But it doesn't necessarily mean Sith, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But I would like it to mean Sith, I have to oh, say. It'll be Sith. It has it'll to be, be Sith. Sith. You can't have Jedi and no Sith. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? There's, just, there's no way you're not going to have the Sith. Yeah. Um, Whether it goes for like one of those, I don't know, if you're aware of like Darth Malagus and all those kind mm-hmm. of characters. Like There's a whole range of Sith Lords out there. Like oh, kind of supernatural types that they could easily kind of bring back as like an ancient fear, you know. Well, this is the thing. It could even refer to the fact of, and it's the first I've actually thought of this, is that you know by the time episode seven comes out, you know it couldn't be classed really as ancient, but it's going to be what thirty five, forty years in real timeline since the emperor was destroyed, or was could, it? Could. It, <laughs> could his story have became like a legend effectively and that you know like a bedtime story for bad yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of thing as in you know 
if you don't behave, you know, the emperor will consume you and stuff like that. It, you know, but you know, it's like a building story. Well, you know, it's not impossible, you know, to conceive the notion that you know, if the Jedi are able to learn how to live beyond death and kind of you know live in the netherworld of the Force, mm-hmm. that's very possible that that there is a way for the that, Sith to uh, also, you know, the Emperor has found a way to do it. I agree. It'll be interesting. Could but they bring up something to do with you know that prophecy or you know the Darth Plagueis thing mm-hmm. of learning how to stop people from dying? You know, you just don't know. Like, could you imagine if they brought Ian McDermott back for this movie? Oh, he'll be in there somewhere. Like, it just, well, it just depends. I mean, if they want the Emperor, then yes. But if they decided, no, that's See, not I th- whatever, I think, then... I think, and I know it's kind of expanded universe-based, but the whole thing was that... Um, I heard that he had made a clone of himself at some well, point. that he influenced one of the Skywalker solo kids so he turned them so he turned them to the dark side okay through the force as in he kind of was like that voice in the back of their head kind of going giving them dark thoughts effectively the way he was with Anakin yeah you know the way he was basically setting Anakin up step by step by step to then have to make the decision that he trusted the Emperor and then when it came to the Mace Windu thing that he saved the Emperor yeah over Mace Windu so that was kind of the setup. so I think if they're going to do anything with them, it could be something similar to that, which oh. would be quite I, interesting. I just, I just have goosebumps all over <laughs> just, just even thinking about saying Ian McDermott as the Emperor again. I know, um, it is. It's just that voice as well. It's, it's, he's, he's do you think it'll be hard to accept new guys as, like, villains whenever you're so used to, like, your Darth Vader's, your Emperor's? No, I don't think so, to be honest. I think I'll just be so excited that we're getting a new Star Wars. Yeah. And, I can ex- and the thing is, I can accept that Vader's done. You know, Vader... He is done. You know, he's done. You know, he's back to the light side of the Force. He's a Force ghost. What I can't accept is Hayden Christensen as the Force ghost. I really hope it's not him, but I could, you know... But I can see... It has to be him if it is going to be yeah, anybody. Logically, wouldn't yeah. it? But... You never know, JJ could save us. <laughs> yeah. He could maybe, you know, just come to his senses and say, Hayden, no thanks. We need, we need an older guy. Yeah. We need an older guy. Because um, there's no, you know, why would you change the Force Ghost from what it was to Hayden Christensen, yet keep Alec Guinness as Obi-Wan? It just doesn't make any sense. Then you've got the argument of, oh, well, it was the last point he was effectively a Jedi, and blah, blah, blah. But that's I think that all just came after, whenever they realised, oh. But the thing is, you can counter-argue that, because he effectively was always the one that was going to restore balance to the Force, yeah. because it was him who destroyed the Emperor, so that was a Jedi act, so the argument could be made, he did originally, you know, return to the night side. But that's getting into another debate for yeah. another day. Um, but final member of the cast, Mr. Andy Circus, <laughs> aka Gollum Schmeagel, uh, was it Caesar from the Planet of the Apes movies? <laughs> King Kong in the King Kong movie. Could it be possible that we see Gollum in a Star Wars movie? No. <laughs> and no. he has a new precious. Who knows? Maybe it could be <laughs> Carrie Fisher as his new precious. I know. That's no. That's personal. I know. But you gotta think if they're bringing him in, it's gotta be a, a CGI kind of character. You would think. I was really, really excited when he was announced. Yeah, he was one that I was not expecting at all. But you do have to think: is if you're going to do some sort of CGI based character, who do you pick? Yeah, you're not going to bring this guy who has already been in a sci-fi kind of environment for so long in Lord of the Rings mm. and make him himself. 
Yeah. Or maybe they could surprise us and say, you know what, we want to give this guy a chance to show what he could can do. Could be a pleasant surprise because he has acted himself. normally. Yeah, because we know he has a great voice. You know, he can get by probably just based on his voice alone. Wouldn't be an amazing surprise if he was a Sith. <laughs> you know, this is the thing, you just don't know. Um, or he could be, for all we know, you know, like this saga's version of Jar Jar Binks. Oh Lord, please don't. Could he be aligned with the heroes <laughs> as some CGI kind of character to appeal to the kids? You know, I don't mean it in the sense of, you know, damning Jar Jar or whatever, no. but please can we tone down the need for a comic, comedic a real, character. full-blown comedic yeah. character. Now, I don't mind if you throw in wee jokes here and there. No, you need it. You no, need a certain amount of comedic Because that's always been the charm of Star Wars. There's always been a bit of cheesiness in there yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But the thing is, in the original trilogy, that kind of mainly came from the likes of R2-D2 and C-3PO. Yeah. You didn't have somebody else. No. Shift focus back on the C-3PO and R2-D2 in terms of the... Let them do between thing. them. Yeah. Do the comedy between them because it's actually quite funny because you've got the whole sort of you know slapstick part of it in the sense of you know C three PO we can understand what C three PO saying he speaks you know English yeah whereas R two D two it's the beeps the whistles and all that sort of stuff is you know C three PO understands what he's saying but we don't yes exactly and so that was the humour of it yeah you know exactly but um, Andy Circus that's going to be interesting logically like you say we should probably be getting a CGI guy from him I think if you're bringing him in you play to his strengths yes. and that's what his strength is as we know so I'm yeah. excited either way to have him on board oh yeah it was one I definitely just was not expecting yeah. but, but definitely a welcome addition to the cast oh yeah that me totally yeah um, but uh, finally and that is the question of there is meant to be one more major member of the cast to be announced and signed and that goes back to the rumour of a potential offspring of a Mr. Obi-Wan Kenobi okay there was the rumour floating about that there was there is still there was still a casting call for a young 20s mixed race sort of African American girl that has not been announced yet and the word was that that was going to be Obi-Wan's child Obi-Wan's offspring okay which I think would be a brilliant thing to do because it still would be quite funny in the sense of you know Obi-Wan was the one who's like Anakin no naughty business you yeah. know no relationships no nothing but even Obi-Wan got, probably got a bit bored at one point in his life well he did it is, it is shown in the Clone Wars that he did have romantic feelings for a girl called Satine but he did get to the point where he's like you know I have to put my Jedi you know responsibilities first blah 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 blah, blah. was Satine a coloured girl? no no so there's no way it could be Satine no. that he got with but then. this is the thing there was you know the years between episode oh, yeah. three and there's plenty of time for having a bit of fun yeah yeah but then the thing is the question arises how is what the offspring no but this is the question I'm going to say yeah. is the question is how does it happen because he was really really ill and died in exactly episode so four and it's 35 years what's going about but it's Star Wars you do not know you can't explain anything sure for goodness sake they explained Anakin's birth Via many Clorians. Yeah. You know, he was, you know, his mother was effectively. He the essentially Virgin Mary. was like the second coming of Jesus. Yes. His <laughs> mother was the Virgin Mary, effectively, yeah. and gave birth to him. No well, that father, played no into his character of being the chosen one perfectly. Yeah, so, so we do not know. No. 
you never know. It could be a case of they want a young girl to do flashbacks or something like that, but they age her up. You never know. Um, but it'll be interesting that there is the potential for more... Speaking of stars. Obi-Wan, do you think we'll see Obi-Wan in this movie? I think we could. And do you think it would be Ewan McGregor? I think it would be Ewan McGregor aged up. Yeah. Which I have zero no, issue No, me with. neither, because I think he made that role his own and he owned it. He was definitely, for me, one of the highlights of the, of the, the prequels. original prequels. I think, and you really did see his evolution over the course of one to three. Mm. And come episode three, you were like, I can actually imagine him being... Yeah. Alec Guinness in episode four. They did a great job. Guy, yeah. They did a really good job of that. But, um, no... I have absolutely zero issue with them having Ewan McGregor in here aged up. I'm the same. Um, he's the thing is, aged up, he could look very, very close to Alec Guinness. Yeah. Well, he did already look close to him in you know, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So. It'll, it would work easy. And uh, he has the voice, you know, the voice pretty much down the back. voice is perfect. So. The mannerisms are great. Mm-hmm. You know. We're also personally hoping for a, a Qui-Gon Jinn appearance. Yes, that's, that, that's, um, that's, that's personal bias. Yeah. <laughs> I would like Northern, Northern Ireland's only Jedi. This is it. But, uh, and he was the Jedi who discovered the ability to you know, this is it. communicate from the great beyond. Why not throw him in just for, you know... Giggles? Yeah. Nostalgia, if nothing else. Just Force Ghosts appear and it's him and yeah. Obi-Wan having a pint. I think it's bar. important, you know, <laughs> they really do need to focus on the new blood... Mm. But still, give fans you know enough dosage of nostalgia that it keeps them happy, and it yeah. actually feels like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, have the old cast, some members of the old cast, in this one, and then kind of as you move on through this new trilogy, phase them out maybe somewhat, and then you know the audience will become accustomed to these new guys. Well, there is the rumors that this episode seven is going to be very Han Solo heavy. Which I'm not going to have an issue with at all. I'm actually, I actually look forward. to Could that. this be the episode that they finally kill him? Huh? I think. I honestly, personally, think that that would have been Harrison Ford's condition. Yeah, I'll well, come back, yeah. but I have to die. That he wanted to kill Han off a few times, and there was because the plan was Jedi. Yeah, he was going to get the That's chop. Right. Well, actually, sorry, no. The plan was he was going to get the chop, um, in Empire because obviously he was frozen in carbonite. And he was the only one who had a contract for two films, not all three. Yeah. So the Carbonite was a get-out clause for if they needed to, you know, basically yeah, cut pretty much his, you know, thing. So but they managed to convince him to come back for for, for Jedi. Jedi. I'm glad they did. Uh-huh. Um, I definitely think it will be a sad thing if it comes to it where we do see Han die. But the thing is, I think that could be your big dramatic moment if we get something like yeah. what I was saying. If we get someone that's built up be it one of their kids yeah. or whatever it is um, that turns to the dark side of the force and they're the one that does the killing that could be the betrayal that would be the perfect you know emotional thing to take you on oh, in the yeah. series and build up the next episode perfectly mm-hmm. yeah yep. definitely you know then Chewbacca would be in mourning Chewbacca would be in mourning indeed. And then, of course, you know, the Millennium Falcon then surely oh, yes. will have to appear. And apparently, we're getting a one to one replica built wow. in the studios. Oh, brilliant. So they're not going with CGI for that then? Brilliant. You know, they're going to. Because the Falcon was. A, it was like a, a set piece in itself. But the thing was, in the originals, it wasn't a one to one set, it was cockpit, yeah. the wee bit of the corridor that you see them walk out. Yeah. But then cameras changed and you had you know where you saw them playing the chess and yeah. the lightsaber training that was different 
and then you had the likes of the engineer and all sorts of those were their own individual sets yeah. whereas this apparently is going to be full one to one replicas and they can just walk around the Millennium Falcon and be and where they need to be yeah. yeah so they can just have a bit like what J.J. Abrams again did with the Enterprise yeah in, in the darkness and all is that you could follow Captain Kirk from the engine area you know from the engine room he would walk in the lift the lift would go up yeah. he could walk along a corridor and the door would open and you would walk in to you know the helm yeah. of the Enterprise in one shot that's all real time happening there you know, complete one yeah. shot done so I could see that's what he's looked for. See that kind of thing. That kind of thing already gives me a lot of faith in his ability to, you know, take yeah. over the Enterprise. <laughs> Pardon the pun there, but um, no, I think you know he is going to do a great job because if you've seen his work with Star Trek, yes, you know he did a great job with that franchise. You know, yes, it's maybe not been the most successful no. in the world, but but it's I think it's because it was kind of very. Um, it divided Star Trek fans yeah. and stuff like that but, but still, I think if you're a, cinematic work and yeah. all that sort of stuff and if you're more of a Star Wars kind of guy like I certainly am you know at least you know that this guy has had experience kind of working with that sci-fi yeah. fantasy kind of element like before. I'm more Star Wars than I am Star Trek but I still respect Star Trek and of course oh, yeah. Star Trek you know I have no issues watching Star Trek at all I still very much enjoy it but it is always for me Star Wars or oh, Star Trek every single time but I don't get this whole hatred that people sometimes no, have no I don't understand either you know, they're very like, different yes you can't really compare them mm-hmm. no but the main thing is both sets of fans are extremely dedicated and that's, that's all that really matters yeah. um for the record, though, Star Wars is better. <laughs> See, you have to stir them up. So I'm sorry, I was, I I was going to leave it there. You know it yourself, not, though. <laughs> not I was just—I was merely saying what you were thinking. I'm, I'm saying nothing. No, we have to pick a side. No, I, I say nothing. I pick Disney. Uh, I pick Disney. Okay. Yes. Uh, Disney's the ultimate winner in this thing. Disney's the dark side of the force. I want to see a cameo from Mickey Mouse in this movie. If we don't get Mickey, the thing is right. Why not have a planet full of like giant mice type creatures and that's your? I guarantee you, right? I guarantee you. See in every Disney movie, yeah, there are hidden Mickey's. There has to be hidden Mickey's. So there will be hidden Mickey's. Yeah, because. <laughs> I guarantee it's going to be a case of there's going to be like an ast- there's going to be like an asteroid field scene and three asteroids all line up and it'll be like the Mickey Mouse logo. Yes, <laughs> or like I don't know, it'll be like some sort of weird kind of triple eclipse type thing, and it's like three moons oh, coming together. That's bad. Like we've got on to discussing that. <laughs> uh, it's like Mickey Mouse logo to appear in Star Wars. <laughs> this is the joy of it being in this early stage that it's in. Though. Yeah, this is great. I love kind of you know following movies from this. I know, but it just kills me in the fact of that you know right we're not even towards the summer no. of 2014 yet and we still have the <laughs> 2015 uh, December there's a lot of waiting to come yet but yeah. it's just you think it can't take that long to make a movie really but this was the but joy of it took two years to you know Phantom as news breaks you'll be able to come and do a podcast and this talk about where we're at at this very stage and then kind of document it all the way up to December 15th or 18th it's, it's 15th. 15th I think I cannot wait for that night. <laughs> That's going to be one good Christmas that year, I have to say. That'll be a midnight long. I actually think, yeah. And I've well, never, it is, sorry, it's 18th, is it? I don't think I've done that for a movie before, ever. 
No. So I not even for it. not even for the prequels for episode no. one or anything like well, that. I, we were kind of too young. Yeah, to, to really be that obsessed. <laughs> well, I don't think our parents would have allowed no. us for the movies at midnight. So I think well, that's what I'm saying. No, for episode three, you probably could have maybe got away with yeah, it. Yeah, but no. But even <laughs> then, I didn't really have the, the desire, the to, desire to, do to do it. But definitely this time. Well, that's. The I mean, I know Vindo. He's very much set for for doing that. I'd say it'll be us three definitely going. And Mikey's not really a big Star Wars guy, but who knows? Maybe I'll just go along for the crack. The thing is, Mikey's not really much of anything in terms of the stars. He's not a track or no. wars. No, he's a, a Ghostbusters guy. He's a Ghostbusters. Much. So you'll have him on whenever the new Ghostbusters comes yes, out. Eventually. <laughs> he can land his expertise. Once, once there's only one member of the cast left, right? <laughs> no, it seems to be that they're all dying off at the moment. This is the problem now. Everybody's getting old. This is why this Star Wars needed to happen This now. is why you've got to do it now while everyone's still here. Well, See all this thing. talking and you know saying, oh, we'll do this eventually. You need to do it now. Well, this is the thing. Is Harrison Ford is a lot older than people think. What age is Harrison Ford? Let me just check. He is Oil. He is 71. 71. Like, I'll tell you what, you know, yes, 71 year old. Yes, it's not mega old. No. But in the grand scheme of things, you're told you get three score and ten. You know, he's That's had his three score and ten. Yeah. So you don't really know. Consider it well, consider it as well. You know, he played Indiana Jones and his dad was Sean Connery, and Sean Connery's still ticking along. I know. What's, you know, what's Sean near 90? Must be. He must be kicking towards 90. If not 90, certainly. That'd be brilliant. Bring Sean Connery <laughs> into Star Wars. Can you imagine his voice just for like some. Oh. Like dragon or something? <laughs> a dragon in Star Wars? I know. What are you talking about? It is Star Wars, though, so you never know. I think we'll get this. We'll get a secret appearance from the Avengers in this. <laughs> no, we've said Mickey Mouse, and now we're getting Avengers. So. Like, it's all Disney. It's yeah. all Disney. Why couldn't Iron Man appear in Star Wars? Well, Iron Man, well, Iron Man does have a spacesuit, so uh, it is possible. Technically, he could. But uh, we'll mention this one more time, and that is the fact that it is rumoured to be the ancient fear. It's... To me, I completely love that title. It works for me. It works. Either way, you hear some titles and you're like, I hate the sound of that just off the bat. The thing is, it's like if you think of it right, it's a very different title to A New Hope. Yeah. You know, that was the first of the original trilogy. But it's very much in line with The Phantom Menace, because The Phantom Menace is just... That kind of was to build up this idea of the Sither back mm-hmm. you know Darth Maul I think one of the reasons why you know you didn't see Darth Maul feature a lot was because he was meant to be the Phantom Menace a menace he was you a know, Phantom you didn't, you didn't know who or what he was the Phantom and of the Opera <laughs> as well as that though you know an ancient fear kind of conjures up a, a darker title again which makes you think right this isn't a new hope it's not all airy fairy it's not meant to be we've had our 35-40 years of peace yes now all hell's gonna break loose again the proverbial um, Pudu is Jar Jar would Pretty say much. is about to hit the fan you know whatever ancient evil has been dormant all this time it's getting ready to reawaken again it's getting ready to arise it's going to cause pretty much chaos for the next uh, lot of years but no I like the, the title it's a working title as we know so far it opens so many options like yes we mentioned about the fact of you know could it be linked to uh, Van Sydow's character and all that sort of stuff but it could also be sort of, you know, the ancient fear of just generally the dark side of the force, you know, Sith in general. Fear. Or could you even go back, you know, 
years and years and years could before you, episode see, one. Could you see a throwback to like an ancient times being kind of at the start of the movie and then it flips forward? It could well be, but you could even do like some old Republic type stuff right there. Mm-hmm. You know, it that's so something options. I'm not really that familiar with as old Republic stuff, which is stuff that came before episode one. Yeah, but that's what I was saying about you know like that Darth Maulus character. Hundreds of years like, prior, yeah. there's some really badass characters from that kind of period that mm-hmm. could be brought forth here, and you know. Oh, I yeah, like the old Republic games were extremely popular, yeah. and like some of their stuff was insane. Like yeah. if they um, see to me, the ancient thing kind of makes me think that they are going to bring something back from like it could be it could be something along way before the time of the, the, old, trilogy. the old the old Republic stuff. You know, the big multi online multiplayer games that EA have done through Bioware and stuff. I think um, were involved in it. Um, the main trailer for that was you know it's. I'm not not sure was it thousands or hundreds it was let's just say a long time ago anyway but the whole thing of the trailer for that and the whole point behind it was that it was you know the Sith were not you know in the uh, rule that we know from Phantom Menace I was just two only two it was like full on armies it was there was an army you saw this army of Sith come out of a ship all the red lightsabers turning on just a troop of them could you imagine something like that that could be where they're like no more only two that could no, be the just we're all coming back again yeah mm-hmm. screw the rules mm-hmm. it's something different something that we haven't seen on the big screen before so I, I think I think it would just be extremely exciting to just see a shed ton of red lightsabers yeah. just flinging it about the place mom, 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 mom. Yeah. I can't wait to hear the first ignition of like the first lightsaber that's a really <laughs> that's a really geeky thing to say but, <clears> excuse me but that's going to be... I am excited to hear that. That's the thing. In the cinema, there'll be guaranteed points where you will get a cheer when episode 7 comes on. Number one of those probably will be... The very start. The, when the Lucasfilm logo appears. Yep. Sadly, we're not going to get the 20th Century Fox music. Which is a part of Star Wars to me. It is. Because it's Disney now, you're not going to get 20th Century Fox. Unless Disney works out a wee tiny deal, as in we'll give you 0.5% of the drugs if you let us use your music. I think it would almost be worth it. It would be I don't. I can't see them doing that. They want to no, see. No, I can't you, see it. They will make you aware that this is a Disney thing. Yeah. Huh? But um, there'll be the cheer for when you see the Lucasfilm logo. There'll be the cheer when you see the Once Upon a Time in the Galaxy. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whether they shake that up because it's a bit further in the future or not? I hope like, not. No, no it has to be a long time. That would be too extreme. Everything that, that, that would cause. That would cause that would oh, cause everybody to explode. Right from the get-go, people will be raging, and you can't have that. Like, walking <laughs> out in the cinema, right? Yeah. Like, you changed the words! <laughs> they won't. And then, open and crawl, bang. Some big ship or something coming in from, like, you know... And then, first lightsaber yeah. ignition. Well, when you see the characters for the first time, the original guys for the first time, and then lightsaber... I could actually see a lot of cheers <clears throat> happening. Oh, I know. And you what? definitely don't see that happening in a lot of... Like, I couldn't tell you the last time I remember. We can, we can walk into the cinema with our lightsabers and be like, hi. <laughs> That's the thing, though. I can't actually remember the last time I was in a cinema where someone cheered or applauded. I'm trying to think. I can't actually remember. I have been in one. I'm trying to think. What was it? It wasn't too long. Was that in Doctor Who, maybe? Doctor Who, yes. Sorry, yeah. yeah. But I I don't class that as, as a movie as such. That's what I'm saying. That was, a, that, was a, you know, that was a TV anniversary yeah. show that they decided to put on the cinema. But in terms that's of the actual, first kind yeah. of taste to have of what it could be like. But in terms of an actual full-blown movie, I could not tell you the last time that I actually heard a cinema clapping and a performance. I haven't heard a cinema clapping or applauding or cheering but I have heard a collective kind of not 
not a scream, but a kind of mixture of a scream and a gasp, which was in um, Batman when yeah. the uh, you know at the mayor's office when the guy yeah. got you know kind of the de- lifeless body yeah, was yeah, yeah. down hanging outside the office. But uh, actually, speaking of you know interaction with movies nowadays, the only ones that I ever go to that there's any kind of audience participation is horror movies. Mm. You know, for like the like those paranormal activities, you always get the young girls at the back screaming at the top of their lungs. <sighs> But in terms of an actual, you know, great performance or, you know, the reprisal of like an old franchise like Star Wars, you know, I can't actually recall any moments where the cinema's just been like, you know, applauding or getting really into it in that sense, you know, because you don't actually think of the cinema a lot of somewhere where you go to interact with what's mm-hmm. happening on the screen. It's not like it's live actors that are in front of you, like in a play or something. But I think one thing, one final thing we'll talk about before we uh, call this a day, because this has been nearly an hour we've been going. Well, um, <laughs> we've been flapping our gums for that long already. Yep. That's because we're big marks, sorry to borrow a wrestling term, but we're huge fans of Star Wars, yeah. so it kind of is necessary. <laughs> exactly. And um, But I think the one final thing we'll talk about before we round this up is um, a certain Mr. Mark Williams. Yes. And the music of Star Wars. I think that was uh, John Williams, you mean? John Williams, sorry, my mistake. That's um, actually, I think, another thing that I'm majorly excited for about this this film. Did I say Mark Williams? Oh, I was, <laughs> speaking, probably to guy, of, I was speaking to a guy called Mark earlier. That's probably that, and as well, you've got a mixture of Mark Hamill, and it's all yeah. just coming together. But, um, yeah, John Williams being reprised, I think that's a major thing, because whenever you think of one thing that has always absolutely mm-hmm. been great... And all the Star Wars movies, and that's including the prequels, yeah. is the fact that John Williams created a badass, kick-ass soundtrack mm-hmm. for every movie. One thing I find quite interesting, and it was a piece of trivia that I found out, um, and I think it maybe partially adds in to why you maybe don't enjoy the like, say, episode 2 as much or anything like that, was that uh, John Williams was able to do what he did with the original trilogy with episode one as in live scored as in he got the full cut of the movie mm-hmm. given to him and said okay go with you know the London Symphony Orchestra and record your music you know he wrote the music yeah but he hadn't put it to the scenes or anything like yeah, that. so yeah. they were just like okay go record there's the movie and he was able to set it up as he did with the original trilogy but did they not do that he couldn't do that with two and three because of the digital because of the you know turnaround times and all he didn't have the time to do that with two and whereas you know like Jewel of the Fates in episode one it's perfectly timed timed with the lightsaber duel oh don't start me if Jewel of the Fates is not in episode seven that that did become a favourite in the prequels I mean that appeared in it did appear in episode three three as well that was in two as well it was in two but when when Anakin yeah that's what I'm saying but I'm just trying to think of episode three because I can't actually remember the point in that movie where it did appear in episode 3 it was bound to be it's bound to be it because that did become a favourite of mm-hmm. you know the prequels but I think yeah like I think the fact that he's coming back to do the music is just as big as the fact that Mark think, Hamill and Carrie Fisher are coming back I think this was as much a part of we need to get this movie done as well because yeah. unfortunately he's getting he's, on in age as well he's, he's up there he's really kicking on now yeah. I think he's I'm just about to find he's, he's 82 he's 82 he looks right? well for 82 he is flip if I look, if I look anywhere close <laughs> to that at 82 I'll be extremely I'll be lucky happy. to even get to 82 but yeah. well, the thing is sure what they say is 
that if you've something to keep you busy when you're older, this is it. Then you've something to live for, yeah. and they say it's not like a lot of people tend to die because they've nothing to do. To live for or anything, but you know, if someone said to you, right, you're going to be, you know, doing the score for episode seven, you'd be like, only like the most major film to you know be coming out next year. Of course, mm-hmm. you're going to make sure you're there for it. We're not, <laughs> Whether we're you're eighty-two or not, we're not being overly depressing. No. We're saying about uh, death or anything, but <laughs> you know what I mean. It just turn into a force ghost anyway, so it's fine. He can score the movies from beyond the grave. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I think the fact that he's coming back is definitely a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's going to be that a sad day. Be, it's going to be a sad day when you don't get a Star Wars movie scored by John Williams. Yeah. Well, you, you you just know like whoever does eventually take over from him, they're going to have nobody's going to be happy. They're going to have big you know shoes to fill, and mm-hmm. it's very important. I think that they do kind of keep the music in Star Wars mm-hmm. similar. To where See, it has I think been. it would be very very smart if he was to bring in someone to work with him to kind of during this trilogy be like a kind of apprentice if you like yes effectively <laughs> so that you can say right well this is the kind of vibe we're going to go for this is how I do things yeah so you know I'm not saying bring in some sort of new um, unknown guy or anything like that bring in someone who is a relatively known you know composer composer that does yeah. tracks because you did the, the soundtrack for Christopher Nolan's Batman. Because oh, I just always remember thinking this guy is brilliant for like composing the Joker's theme, Bane's theme. I'm trying to remember who was it. It was, uh, it was a big name. Like it's that's it's, just what I've plucked out of the ether there as a potential guy that could work you'd Al Silvestri who did Back to the Future, who ended up doing the Avengers. You know, he's a big name, but he's been around long, so it probably won't be him. Um, I'm just trying to see if I can see if you can bring it up. It's a funny film. It's the same guy who did. Was uh, it Superman? Hans Zimmer? There you go, Hans Zimmer. I he did Spider Man. He, he did no. He did Superman. Did he not do something for Spider Man there? I think he maybe did. I think he did. Hans Zimmer's been in a lot of all. Zimmer, of no, stuff. Zimmer did the the soundtrack for the Amazing Spider Man two just there. So he did. But he's, so he's involved in a lot. Yeah. And some of his stuff from Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man, was very, very good. Oh yeah, that's one of the actual real positives that came away from that movie as well. You know, even the critics were saying well. You know, the music was very the good. Music was good, but I did uh, hear some people saying it was a waste of his talents as well. But he's someone that you could maybe consider bringing in mm-hmm. in the future because he well, he's fifty six himself. He's no spring chicken, but he's not looking like he's going no. to go anywhere at the no. we're just getting carried away Touch with him. people who can take over. From Everybody's going to die. John Williams now, but everybody's going to die. <laughs> but um, um, get them recorded as quickly as possible. Unfortunately, you have to think about things like that. But no, it's. The music's going to be one of the major things to look forward to as well. Because yes, you're going to get the main opening theme at the start. And you're going to get the likes of Luke's theme and all that stuff. But when you start to hear the new music when the scenes are going on. And hopefully a bit of Jewel of the Fates. We don't I want know. to hear an excuse for the Imperial March though. Technically, there is not going to be an excuse for the Imperial March. Because the Empire is supposedly done now. No, but see, the thing is. If you listen to John Williams' work. Yeah. He slides them in where you don't realise they are, as in he puts a different tempo to it. Yeah. As in he'll slow it down, and only if you really listen will you realise that that theme is there. Oh, well, that's the thing. Like in episode one, you hear the Imperial March whenever um, Yoda is basically talking to Obi Wan. Mm -hmm. But that's all because you know they're talking about Anakin, and anytime Anakin's mentioned, Obviously, in episode two, you hear it yes. whenever he's just killed the sound people. But, but that's let, all let, gets you let, let me ask you this. You know right? that's Vader. Let me ask you this. 
is it fair to say that you're like me in the original trilogy that Empire is your favourite like, Empire's my favourite movie that they've yeah. ever done tell me could you tell me what is the first musical track you hear in Empire Empire bar you know the you know when the logo was revealed when is the first major piece of music that you would consider that occurs and what is it for me the only one I can mention is Darth's Imperial March I don't when whenever he is on you're going to say it's like whenever the probe droids down in Hoth or something aren't you most people right? most people will say it's whenever you see Darth's helmet no no most people would say in Empire the first time they hear a major musical piece right is Luke's theme when he takes the goggles off okay. on top of the Tauntaun but you actually hear see when you see the ship fire out the probe droids yeah the Imperial March it's very 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 hidden because there's like a big but tell me this like so a big flute happen tell me this so do you actually hear the dun 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 dun, dun or is not it not just tone, or is it just but you hear the beat or is it just a part of the Imperial March that you don't really necessarily you know assume is the Imperial March because you just no if you hear it you actually hear because that because you've been watching the movie for all these years it's kind of just blurred yeah. and you don't realise it but when you listen it's there I'll let you hear when yeah. we finish here I actually remember see that for me is like one of my favourite Star Wars themes mm-hmm. and I always remember in episode 1 I remember someone saying you actually hear the Imperial March in episode 1 I was like no you don't mm-hmm. and then I actually listened to it scene by scene but that's why he's such came a master it, and that's was like oh my goodness but that's why Williams is such a master is that he can sneak things in but that's what I'm saying though it. in episode 7 if there's no Empire or no Darth Vader is there really any reason you'll, to even sneak it, it in there it. well we'll see I hope it even did. if there's the slightest hint of someone going to the dark side there'll be a wee you know beat up at hear the pulling of the cords <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that'll do we've blabbered on and off that's about an hour and yeah. eight minutes now we've been going um, we hope you've enjoyed this everybody I yeah. know we have been a bit behind everybody else with the madness but we just wanted to give our thoughts give our thoughts in regards to it and just speak rubbish for an hour and a bit <laughs> and I think we've done an ample job of that we have indeed <laughs> Um, so that'll do us for this episode of Operation Raptorshock. I've been Alan Price. He has been Chris Hill. You can uh, get in contact with us on Twitter. I'm at Alan GW Price. And which Twitter would you like them? To I am at Chris Hill ninety. Okay, because he has multiple Twitter accounts. Yes, I have multiple day. personalities, but we'll not get into that right He's now. Multiple Twitter personality <laughs> account. Uh, so you can contact us there, or you can just uh, tweet at Retroshock three one six for the show, and that'll be get through to someone. Uh, that's in control of either myself or Vinto at the moment um, and hopefully as more information about the new movie is on you know unearthed we'll be able to come back and discuss it I think there shall be many yeah. Star Wars related it's just going to be like a snowball forward. effect really from now oh yeah you know? I say you'll it's probably, get bigger I say you'll probably end up getting a Star Wars related episode from us every probably other month or so now because that's I say the information will start coming out thick and fast. It's definitely something that, well, you're a hardcore Star Wars guy, and I'm definitely, and Vindo we know is. So. Yeah. so yeah, keep tuned for that, everybody. Like I said, we will hopefully have um, an episode in regards to our WrestleMania trip uh, in the coming weeks. But probably before that, we will uh, have another movie review show for you, which will be spoiler-filled, so... I you know I warn you for uh, that ahead of schedule, uh, and that's in regards to Godzilla. Um, 
really excited for that so uh, keep an eye on your iTunes feeds or whatever way you subscribe to us and uh, that'll be with you in the very near future so thank you all very much for listening cheerio bye bye